Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. Carly Russell. Remember her? You know, the woman that we wondered, how did, why do we care about her? She seemingly vanished on July 13th after calling 911 and a a family member to report seeing a child about three or four years old only wearing a diaper walking along uh, on uh, Interstate 459. A family member reported hearing a scream and then only interstate noise. (laughs) And then she disappeared. And it sparked a massive search and widespread concern. And then... Two days later, she showed up alone at her parents' Hoover home, and she was taken to the hospital for evaluation. She told police that she'd escaped the clutches of a man and a woman who abducted her. They determined she left her job, and they have a whole timeline of what happened to her. And she bought some goods, and then she went missing. So and then she just showed back up, and it was all BS. Okay. And she even told the detectives a male had orange hair with big bald spot on his back. She was able to escape the 18-wheeler and fled on foot, only to be captured again and to be put into a car. (laughs) Uh, Just amazing. So uh, they later came out after she returned to say, yeah, that, that didn't happen. Sorry. Oh, okay. Well, police announced charges against her a couple weeks after that. And, uh, you know, that's when she admitted that, uh, yeah, it was fabricated. Sorry. You know, as we all know, actions have consequences. And that's why we are here today. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, no kidding. Well, she's now been found guilty. And she's been found guilty. And she pled, obviously, not guilty to the charges of false reporting to law enforcement authorities and falsely reporting an incident. Uh, Despite her plea, the judge found her guilty based on recommendation of state prosecutors. So the judge recommended one year in jail and $17,874 in restitution. He also recommended two other fines of $831 each. And while she was in court, she appeared to be fidgety and kept her hands behind her back. I mean, you're in court for this. Of course, you're going to be a little little fidgety. Uh, She explained that, uh, well, it wasn't her. It was her attorney. They said that uh, we're appealing the verdict uh, because they wanted to serve jail time. There's no no need to having uh, a trial here. knowing their position we've stipulated and appealed the case and uh we're gonna move on with this we need to we need to figure it out there's no need for jail time i i feel like i kind of agree with it there there are other issues with carly going on and if they've agreed to pay the fines and the fees then have her get some help but is that help come from being in prison I don't think so, but I'm not the judge. Welcome. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. So it is almost Halloween. I mean, if you're listening live, today is the 12th of October, 2023. Halloween is 
the 31st of October. That's a Tuesday this year. And I was looking at a, uh, a story from CandyStore.com. And they claim that a whopping 96% of people who celebrate Halloween will buy candy, spending an average of $31.93 each. Wow. Okay. Uh, So they have analysis that sales data for the past 15 years, and they've determined the top 10 Halloween candies are Reese's Cups, M&M's, Hot Tamales, Skittles, Sour Patch Kids, Starburst, Hershey's Kisses, Candy Corn, Hershey's Mini Bars, and Snickers. Those are your top 10, according to uh, the sales data for the last 15 years. All of those are all right, really good. Uh, I could maybe do without the hot tamales if I had to drop one. <laughs> uh, given a choice, I don't know, man. Given a choice, I don't know. My favorite, Skittles, uh, is uh, what? Uh, one, two, three, fourth on the list. I mean, I, I'm a huge fan of Skittles, but I'm a huge fan of all of these candies. And I'll, you know, I'll even settle into some hot tamales. <laughs> I know that comes as a, as a big surprise. But they have a list here of the top candies for each state in the United States of America. Uh, Skittles is number one in Alabama. Alaska is Twix, Arizona, Hershey's Kisses, Arkansas, Butterfinger. Do I need to go through all of these? Yeah. California M&M's, Colorado Milky Way, Connecticut Almond Joy, Delaware Sour Patch Kids, Florida Reese's Cups, Georgia Jolly Ranchers, Hawaii Hershey's Mini Bars, Idaho Snickers, Illinois Sour Patch Kids, Indiana Starburst, Iowa Reese's Cups, Kansas M&M's, Kentucky Reese's Cups, Louisiana Lemonheads, what? Maine Sour Patch Kids, Maryland Hershey's Kisses, Massachusetts Butterfinger, Michigan Starburst, Minnesota Hot Tamales, Mississippi Three Musketeers, Missouri Almond Joy, Montana Twix, I can do some Twix now, Nebraska Sour Patch Kids, Nevada Hershey's Mini Bars, New Hampshire Reese's Cups, New Jersey Tootsie Pops, New Mexico Hot Tamales, New York Sour Patch Kids, North Carolina M&M's, North Dakota Hot Tamales, Ohio Blow Pops, Oklahoma Skittles, Oregon M&M's, Pennsylvania Hershey's Mini Bars, Rhode Island M&M's, South Carolina Skittles, South Dakota Starburst, Tennessee Tootsie Pops, Texas Sour Patch Kids, Utah Candy Corn, Vermont M&M's, Virginia Butterfinger, Washington D.C. M&M's, Washington Tootsie Pops, West Virginia Hershey's Mini Bars, Wisconsin Butterfinger, and Wyoming Reese's there you have it so wherever state you're living in uh those were your favorite candy (laughs) it says here also they actually did a a, the full study of the top three candies for each state and uh saltwater taffy was the runner-up choice in nebraska tennessee washington and wyoming wow that's interesting uh, and uh, Oregon residents are most likely to hand out full-sized candy bars. That's kind of sweet. They'll love that. And it's worth, uh, you know, nothing because it's just your favorite candies or whatever you like. Um, and so I, one, of the, 
one of the f- funnest things that happens in my house uh, every year, and it's going away now because you know my kids are all too old now, and they're bummed that they're too old. But you know, I've told you my trick for getting extra Halloween candy. You know, where you carry a you carry an extra bag for your kids, and so that when they go up to the homes and trick or treat. They show up with, you know, a low amount of candy. That way people feel bad that maybe they think you just got started. And so they give you more. I know. I know. It's just a little. I, you don't say any of the kids still trick or treat just like they always do. But, you know, as a human, when you look down and you're giving your candy out, unless you're doing, you know, I'm just giving you wine. Wine candy buy for everybody, no matter what. Which is fine. You do what you want to do. But so most of the time, people will start doing it, and then they'll look down at the one that's almost empty, and they'll go, oh, you don't have anything, and they throw in two or three more. So you always end up getting more. So when it starts getting, uh, you know, like half full, dump it back out again into the special carrying bag by the parents. So then when you're all done, that's more candy. And one of the funnest things that happens when you go home, and you dump it all out on the bed or, you know, on the living room floor, and you go through it all and break it up and trade it for you know these are my favorites these are your favorites and it's so much fun i'm gonna miss that a lot i may have to i may have to do that i won't be able to share as much with my wife's grandkids but uh that is a a really fun time (laughs) i just i just read a joke now that i should usually give a joke of the day at the end of the show but we're in halloween uh talk as far as candy goes and uh i and uh, trick-or-treating and i had a joke show up the other day it could be the joke of the day and it's, it's a halloween joke and it goes something like this it's a big guy joke too so just letting you know uh last night after i thought all the trick-or-treaters were gone a boy about 12 years old came to the door he was dressed in all red instead of saying trick-or-treat he goes i'm your period sorry i'm late he got the rest of my candy and he restored all my faith in this generation. <laughs> uh, all right, let's go to the break room. I need something cold to drink desperately. All right, the final lotto update for a while now. Congratulations to the winner. We don't know who it is yet. Who won the $1.7 billion jackpot of the Powerball. It wasn't me. It was purchased in California. Ugh, at the Midway Market and Liquor in Frazier Park, California. That's about 70 miles north of L.A. So congratulations uh, to whoever won the the powerball congratulations man i'm i'm happy that someone won now i am i'm happy that someone won uh i mean down to 756.6 million dollars cash payout that would be pretty sweet even in the great state of california two tickets sold in arizona and pennsylvania for a couple of million and i think uh, they had uh, like six people win the one million dollar drawing 121 people won fifty thousand dollars and 24 tickets won a hundred thousand dollars so 
congratulations. California uh, has been pretty lucky lately. Uh, I'm seeing, I think that they've, uh, they won the billion in July. They won the over two billion in November. When I say California, someone from California won the 1.8 billion in July. Some won won the 2.4 billion in November of last year, and now we have someone getting the 1.7 billion. All three from California. So congratulations to all who won. No, I mean that. Congratulations. Well, 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 isn't it interesting? Uh, Just the other day, we were talking about how desperate Disneyland was slashing chicken, children, slashing chickens. Yeah, they were were killing chickens. Uh, Desperate Disneyland uh, slashed children's ticket prices by more than 50%. Uh, children three to nine uh, were going to get there. It was going to cost 50% less to get into the park. Really uh, interesting. Well, then today we get news that Disney World and Disneyland are raising prices for passes and tickets. Huh. So prices at both Disney World and Disneyland are jumping effective immediately. All day, park hopper access will resume beginning January 9th. Parking prices at both theme parks has also increased. So isn't that interesting? Because I thought the reason that we were slashing the kids' prices is because they had reports of a slowdown. And believe me, they know the numbers. There was a slowdown of uh attendance so i know that they said they planned on investing you know 60 billion into the parks over the next decade and they're probably going to continue to invest in the cruise lines and who knows what else they're going to be investing money in but it just i just find it interesting that hey we're gonna go ahead and slash the prices on the kids because we love the kids man we are here for the kids but uh, a couple days later yeah we're we're gonna go ahead and raise everybody's prices we, we got we need to we need to charge more we're not making enough money <laughs> oh uh okay um no 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 problem good I mean, isn't everything actually raising their prices now, no matter what product you're purchasing? Isn't it expensive? I mean, I see where Chipotle, uh, Chipotle, uh, Chipotle, 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 Chipotle. <laughs> Those are, there you go. You say it however you want to say it, okay? It's C-H-I-P-O-T-L-E. You say it however you want to say it. Uh, they are increasing their prices as well. Oh, that's special. I thought they just raised their prices. Oh, that was, now that was, I don't know, that was like a little over a year ago. My gosh, how are they even getting by now? So those prices are hiking up. They claim that they're raising their prices. Uh, does it give an amount how much they're raising it? Because the year ago price wage, our price uh, increase was 
three to four percent. So in October of last year, it said prices were up about 13 percent compared to the year before. Man, nothing says Bidenomics like that. That is for sure. So it doesn't say exactly how much. (laughs) It just says we're hiking our prices. Oh, that's good. Uh, That's good. Don't worry about how much. You just worry about we're hiking our prices. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, uh, it's a struggle. I know that. I see where 54% of shoppers now say they'll choose store brand groceries over name brand from now on. And uh, now, according to this story, uh, you know, a report by the Food Industry Association, uh, it's not just about cost. Uh huh. Okay. Uh, only 26% of those surveyed said that the same uh, of national brand groceries such as Charmin Tide or Frito Lay. Okay. So, th- I mean, there are some national brands where you feel like, well, you know, I'm not. I'm not giving up that. I'll give up. Uh, I'll give up something else, but I don't want to give up that. I mean, but we're at a break point in America. There's no question about that because everything around us continues to be more expensive, and <laughs> it doesn't seem to me. And I'm just uh, chewing the fat chit chatter here that's me it doesn't seem to me that it's going to reverse anytime soon it needs to desperately but it doesn't seem that it's going to and i haven't even talked about any of the stuff that's going on in israel because you're getting that everywhere else i know you are and you're getting it we talk about it on pat unleashed on the days that i'm there I'm filling in for Pat again tomorrow, you know, the 13th, Friday the 13th. So you get about it, you'll hear about, you know, Israel, Ukraine, you know, Taiwan, what's happening around the world. I mean, this administration is getting us into world conflicts and it has, we have to reverse course. We have to, otherwise we're doomed. That's why I don't talk about it on this show, because I want to <laughs> uh, I want to try to uplift you a little bit. Hey, did I remind you how much everything costs these days? <laughs> That's not uplifting enough. Oh, OK. Uh, never mind then. I mean, we could talk about car prices uh, that will be going through the roof because I don't know. The UAW is uh, still on strike and they added another 9000 workers to their strike. Uh, from Ford's largest truck plant. Uh, They're escalating. I mean, UAW is escalating. They're trying to make a deal. I mean, we knew that they just did a tentative deal with the Canadian auto workers. So let's make a deal here in the U.S. I I mean, it's it's not going to end well for anyone if the strike continues on. I mean, holy cow. The, the automobiles, uh, the automotive industry is going through a rough patch because they've got to deal with, and they've okayed it. They could have balked at the beginning, and they didn't because they wanted that government money. But they're, you know, converting, and everything is going to be EVs. And nobody, I mean, overall, the majority of people don't want EVs. We want a vehicle that we can put gasoline into, and then we can drive anywhere we want when we want it. Ha! That's a quaint little thing. 
Uh, you silly old school Americans thinking you can travel where you want, when you want. <laughs> you know what? You can. You can travel where you want, when you want, but you just can't do it in your vehicle because you can't afford it. Or there's no gasoline for it. Or there's no electricity for it. But you still can. You absolutely can go where you want, when you want, any darn time you want you go ahead you go ahead okay so we'll see i mean we're shutting down plants sean fain we talked about him the other day he's he is uh you know he's got to be he's got to be living a dream in charge of he's the man in charge of the uaw he knows he's shooting himself in the foot they continue to ask for more and more but they're not saving jobs in the long run with all of the reconstruction of these plants humans will get thrown to the wasteland and it i know did i i mentioned uplifting right okay so we won't talk about humans being thrown into the wasteland never mind i want everyone and this is actually fact and true i personally want everyone on the planet to just get what they want. And I know that's it's, that's impossible because you're never going to make everybody happy. And, you know, the Palestinians are not going to be happy with the Jews and the Ukrainians are not going to be happy with the Russians and, uh, you know, onward down the list. But I truly want everyone to get what they deserve. And that's that's the simple thing. Be sure to follow me on the social media sites, uh, X, at JeffyJFR. Facebook and Instagram is Jeff Fisher Radio. You can follow me on YouTube, uh, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. You can order a cameo from me, at JeffyJFR. That's not free, uh, but you just go to cameo at JeffyJFR and order whatever you want me to do for you. Happy, glad, sad, mad, mean, and uh, I do it. That's the way it works. You can always email the show, chewingthefat at theblaze.com, chewingthefat at theblaze.com. I get your emails. I see them. I really appreciate the ones that, uh, you know, are sending kind words. Those of you that aren't sending kind words, I don't appreciate those. <laughs> but if you're sending kind words, I appreciate them. So thank you. Chewing the fat at theblaze.com. You know, we talked a little bit about, uh, remember when we had, the, we had the national alert last week on the emergency alert system. And, uh, it, you know, we were all concerned about, uh, you know, hey, if we shut it off, you're going to hear it. And, you know, I had it on. I wanted to see what had he see and hear what would happen. And it went off early, but it didn't really go off early because they had given us a window. It was kind of like the uh, it was kind of like the uh, the window for hurricanes. You know, you have the uh, you know, the uh, the cone of doom. And uh, they gave us, oh, it's going to be between here and here. And everyone thought it was going to be right down the middle. And it wasn't. It was off to the left a little bit. So anyway, big surprise, something from this administration, you know, coming off to the left a little bit. 
So anyway, uh, I, and I, we we had talked, I think, and I don't know if we talked about it here, where we talked about it, I just remember talking about it. I don't know if it was with you or with someone else, and I'm sorry about that. Um, where if you have a phone that you used for someone, say, you're doing, uh, well, either a legal business with or, you know, you're having an affair. Uh, taking care of a little side business and you got an extra phone so that you <laughs> pull a little tiger woods everybody wants to have uh, their little affair phone i don't know uh, that way the the wife or the husband can look at the regular phone and see that it's fine no problem the last text was to me oh and she said love you but uh, she's got the burner phone in the uh in the center console of her car yeah <laughs> Uh, that's what she texts uh, the boyfriend with i don't know that that happens now i'm guessing so when the alert went off if you had it stashed in the uh you know not in the center console but you didn't have it off and it was in uh, you know maybe your dresser drawer or in a drawer in the bathroom uh you know and you could have been busted when the alarm went off possible well now we're finding out that apparently some uh, illegal phones went off in prisons now you would expect i would i had you said to me hey how many do you think are gonna go off in a prison setting i you know there's i mean i I don't know the number of how many prisons there are in america but i'm sure that there is a huge amount in fact a quick look uh takes a look at uh in 2023 there were a reported 1566 state prisons 98 federal prisons 3116 local jails 1323 juvenile correctional facilities and 181 immigrant detention facilities uh so that's you know more than 18 my point being is that if you were to ask me hey how many illegal cell phones are in this system uh when the national emergency alert system goes off how many are going to be heard and they claim now that uh, they confiscated two phones at sing sing correctional facility and they also uh said they confiscated uh, a phone or two in florida at the fci coleman low in florida uh, they got two phones as well so four <laughs> i would have bet a lot more than that now i guess this article tried to reach out to some other prisons and i'm sure they were less than open with the reporters now i will say this that perhaps the prisoners were smart enough to shut the phone off so that uh, cannot be detected you know if you're in prison and i i don't know this but it would only make sense that if you're in prison and you're using a cell phone you're using the wi-fi so you should be able the prison should be able to tell the devices that are using the wi-fi at any given time right so unless you have the okay from uh, you know, a particular guard or a particular person that's in charge of the Wi-Fi, uh, you know, they're going to know. So I'm sure that when they're not in use, that 
you would have it turned off. So it's not going to be found anyway. There's also reports where some Amish men had some cell phones stashed. <laughs> you'd think, you know, you would, you'd think that the Amish would know shut it off. Wouldn't you? You'd think that you knew that, but no, no, no. Speaking of jail, I see where Sergio Brown, former NFL player, uh, fairly prominent NFL player, was arrested for killing his 73-year-old mother. Now, he went missing about a month ago. And I don't know if we mentioned it or not, but he, he was a person of interest when they found his mother, I think in the backyard, if I remember right, buried behind her home. Well, they found her uh, behind her suburban Chicago home. I don't know if she was actually buried or not. So then there was a report that uh, he, there was a Sergio Brown sighting in Mexico. And so now it's been, he was kind of re-enter the United States from Mexico and was arrested. He was arrested there in Southern California and he will be extradited to Illinois where he faces first degree murder charges. I don't know the whole story behind Sergio. I don't know what's happening with Sergio. I heard some people talking uh, about Sergio that had played with him, that knew him uh, during and after his NFL career, and they all said that the last couple of years, there was some kind of problem with Sergio. So, I don't know. Uh, Rest in peace to Sergio's mother, Myrtle Brown. Uh, who was found, now it says in this that she was found behind her Chicago home. I don't know how far behind the home was, because this story talks about her being found near a creek, uh, which is 12 miles, in uh, Maywood, which is 12 miles west of Chicago. And then uh, once they had found her, they couldn't find Sergio, and then the medical examiner ruled her death a homicide, and that she had been injured during an assault. So then Sergio had posted some stuff on his Instagram about her death. And I don't know. We'll we, we just see what happens. Uh, it's all got to go to court. It's all accusations now. Um, he was down in uh, Mexico. He was staying in Sinaloa. Nothing like this time of year. Sinaloa is beautiful, man. You can't. Uh, I was I was sad that I had to sell my timeshare in Sinaloa, <laughs> but I did. I, you know, I did. What are you What are you gonna do? I I couldn't get down there as often as I wanted. Anyway, so Sergio Brown has been arrested trying to re-enter the U.S. and he is uh, being extradited back to the state of Illinois. This is an ongoing case, and it will be interesting to see what the outcome is. <laughs> We've all ha- had and have issues uh, with the IRS, but I'm glad that I'm not Microsoft. Well, I mean, I'm kind of glad I'm not Microsoft in one 
in one way you know, i wish i was microsoft but then on another hand i'm glad i'm not microsoft because the u.s internal revenue service has said yeah you know you guys uh you owe us 28.9 billion dollars yeah man i i know i wish uh we probably should have said something <laughs> but between the years of 2004 and 2013 yeah you that's 28.9 billion you still owe us oh okay so the demand from the irs is the result of a years-long audit by the irs into microsoft's past accounting practices in particular the agency took issue with how the company allocated profits among countries and jurisdictions the irs says microsoft owes an additional 28.9 billion uh, plus penalties and interest it noted that uh, the final does not include up to 10 billion dollars in taxes microsoft paid under the 2017 tax cuts and job act that re- could reduce the final bill uh, now big surprise here microsoft has said they're going to appeal the uh, irs request <laughs> uh, and that will probably take i don't know several more years uh, we believe microsoft that we have always followed the irs's rules and paid the taxes we owe in the u.s and around the world since 2004 we have paid over 67 billion dollars in taxes to the u.s and microsoft uh, noted that uh the company believes its current allowances for income tax contingencies are adequate so i'm glad the irs isn't knocking at my door for 28.9 billion dollars seems like it though does seem like it i see where one of microsoft's uh, competitors google announced uh, new ai search capabilities that will help healthcare workers pull up your medical history faster isn't that special that's all for your safety that's wonderful <laughs> At the same time, uh, George R.R. Martin and other big-name authors are suing OpenAI for alleging that AI chatbot, ChatGPT, was trained using copyrighted works of popular authors. The second copyright infringement lawsuit filed against the AI company this month. The Writers and the Authors Guild uh filed a federal lawsuit in new york alleging the company copied authors works without permission or consideration and used the content to train their language models for chat Now uh, the guild said that the language models jeopardized fiction writers ability to make a living arguing open ai could have instead opted to train their language models on public domain works or paid a licensing fee to use the copyrighted works well i mean yes that probably could have happened but in the end uh that's what with the fight uh, fight was with on the writers strike uh it's gonna be a big time fight probably with the actors and a lot more uh coming down the pike uh with uh, uh with these authors and big time authors i mean george R. R. martin's game of thrones and uh i mean he's it's gonna be worth a lot of money 
for uh you know if they, if it's proven that that's what they actually did and i'm sure that that's what they did so really what they're arguing is you know what it just happened too fast <laughs> you shouldn't have used our work without paying for it and you could have used this stuff over here and maybe you wouldn't have gotten as far along as fast but at some point you would have uh it's just really uh we live in amazing times we really do because at one one point we have uh ai helping us with our health right i mean we well this isn't it's helping healthcare workers uh uh-huh pull up your medical history faster so the computer will be able to say here's your records so soon we'll have the computer saying you don't need that you shouldn't be using that and the nurse will maybe come in maybe and say yeah i mean that was the whole premise behind the the one tv show on hulu a uh, class of 09 right it was about the fbi and they created this uh this system to detect criminals and to stop criminals and so in the end the judges and uh, the other humans and the police who were still you know technically technically it's up to the human to make the case but it wasn't because the the robot the ai system was saying hey they're guilty and so all the humans were like yep they're guilty we're we're on that side so i mean that's what's going to happen I, I believe that that's what was going to happen we're going to say yeah yeah the humans still make the decision but in the end it's going to be uh no you know what i don't want to make the decision but the computer's always been right so go ahead that's that's what we're going to do you're guilty and then and then that leads to corruption because the person in charge will be able to you know maybe manipulate who's guilty and who's not I'm not saying something like that would happen. It would just appear to me that it could happen. Now, yesterday I ended the show with it's all about perspective. I think I'm pretty clear that this uh, is uh, it's true no matter what. It's all about perspective. So I saw a post yesterday, and I, I don't know that uh, it's, it's kind of funny, but I look at it in another way. All right, in the opposite way. And I know this is just a joke. Okay, I got it. I got it. I'm, I'm just taking it serious because I would think that this, my kid was not stupid. <laughs> That's me. I would, you can quote me on that. I would think that my kid was not stupid. So the post is this morning, my son said his ear hurt. And I said, on the inside or the outside so he walks out the front door comes back in and says both <laughs> now to me that's funny I mean, that, I, that shows some thinking on the kids part but in the post it said moments like this got me wondering if i'm saving too much money for college no well maybe you are because maybe your kid is too smart for college but no you're not because <laughs> if my kid if i said on the insider out and he walked outside and then came back in and said both that's funny business right there 
home and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.